0: Thank you. to In My Blank Opinion, a podcast about what we're seeing on our timelines, what's happening in pop culture, and how we're looking to TV and movies for answers. My name is Alex.
1: And my name is Adora, and you guys, welcome to our 46th episode. You guys, we are rounding out a year of podcasting, which is crazy. Um, we have 46 episodes, so if you guys are new listeners, if you have found us through one of our guests or from a variety of other means um take a listen at some of our episodes and you'll learn a little bit more about us understand how we got to where we are with 46 episodes um and we talk about a bunch of different things movies tv shows our lives adulting decisions we've made and how like alex said we're turning to tv movies for answers um so yeah thanks for joining us Um, But before we get into our episode, which is really fun, we do listener questions. And so a few of you guys have submitted some interesting questions. So we wanted to answer them. And disclaimer, Alex and I are not therapists, coaches. Um, We have no expertise at all, except that we watch a disturbing (laughs) amount of TV and think that we know the answers to life. Um, And so we're going to do our best. I think we're really wise. I do too, but again, no, no certification except our friends. No, come to us. I think we're both those people where everyone's like, "Hey, I have a problem. I need yeah, your 100%. thoughts." Yes, yes. So we're happy to be that for you. You know what's really
0: interesting, though. Side note, I did. I have been telling people that I'm. I'm starting to try to give less advice. Which I actually picked up from you.
1: Oh, okay. I was um, like, I've been feeling the same way. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah.
0: It's yeah, funny. but I think because a lot of times I give unsolicited advice, not in a like negative way. I'm not mm-hmm. judging anyone. I'm not. I'm just saying like they've in the past come to me with these problems. And so maybe out of the bloom, I'm like, hey, actually, you know what I think you should do? This, this, and this. And I think, honestly, it's a really good plan. And if they did it, they'd have some success. But when they don't do it, then I get disappointed and yep. I'm, I'm trying to re- stop that for myself.
1: No, I feel that. I was having a call with a friend earlier today and I just had to pause and just ask, what, what do you want? Like, what are your goals? Like, what do you want from this relationship? Are you getting that from this relationship? Or whatever the issue mm-hmm. may be. Instead of yeah. the, you need to break up with him. You need to throw him in the trash. You need to disregard. Yeah. You need to respect yourself. It was... What do you want from your life? What are the gaps Yeah, it's all to about the there? questions. I'm telling you. Uh-huh. Shout out to... Like, what are you
0: getting from this? <laughs> does this br- bring you emotional happiness? Does this bring you emotional safety? Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, what does it bring you? It's all about the questions. People, people know the answers. You just have to help wow. them get to it. Wow.
1: And shout out to... Our girl, Adrian, because she really has <laughs> asked every question to get me closer to the answers, and I'm sure she's done the same for you, Alex, but it's one of those things where now 100%. I know I have all that I ha- I have all that I need, and all that I need I have, and so here we are today, trying to do what we told ourselves we do not want to do anymore. I know. <laughs> At least we've carved out a space.
0: Yes, this D- is but our the thing outlet.
1: is, they are asking. This is not unsolicited. They mm-hmm. are asking us for our advice. So,
0: yes. Ooh. All right. Before we get into those um, those questions, that advice, um, I did have some feedback from one of our past episodes, and it's our share? conversation on Hot Girl versus shy girl versus ordinary girl Mm -hmm. and adora the piece of feedback that keeps like that's what my friends are starting conversations with is like how do you not know ordinary girls in relationships
1: oh interesting my friends
0: even said like i would consider myself an ordinary girl send a picture of me to adora with my boyfriend (laughs) <laughs> or husband. Okay, yeah. so
1: we have self-proclaimed ordinary girls, Buddha. Yes.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. So
1: I would argue that anyone with a boyfriend is not ordinary. Like like we said, <laughs> we figured this out on the show. Um ordinary women are desperate, delusional, and I think we came up with something else. And not to say there isn't room for change or there isn't room for growth, but it actually doesn't have as much to do with your looks as it does with your mentality and approach to life. It's, mm. it's a framework. It's an approach. It's a tool set. Mm, so okay. the ordinary tool set is underdeveloped and needs more confidence. And I'd argue that your friend is probably either a hot girl or a shy girl. She just, it's boxed I don't think in. they are. I think they are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think personality-wise, they aren't
1: interesting. Well, I wonder if maybe like they're... I definitely
0: think they're they're hot. Yes. Like I think they're or very shy, attractive or a people. Cool, but like cool girl shy exactly. Mm-hmm. But personality personality-wise, I don't think they fit into either of those archetypes.
1: Interesting. I'm wondering if there needs to be another side of the equation of the men. Maybe like do men have a hot? Is there a hot guy, shy guy, ordinary guy? And that there is some equilibrium that balances out. So maybe a hot guy can really only be with an ordinary girl. Or like maybe a shy guy can only be with a hot girl. Like I'm wondering if there is a whole other element to this equation that we just haven't thought of because we're not men. Could be. That's the Could only be. possible solution. Or. That your friend is an outlier. And it sometimes we but only... But I had multiple. But the thing is, we surround ourselves with very similar people. It's very possible, Alex, that you just hang out with a lot of ordinary people who <laughs> have very different <laughs> circumstances. And here's the thing. I'm sure all rich people think everyone has it, you know, has money, has this, has that, because that's all they see. That's all they know. And I'm sure a lot of poor people, let me not say poor people, let me just talk from my experience. I feel like everyone around me, okay, is a hot or a shy girl with a man, okay? Mm. But I just, again, I only see what's around me. So I wonder if maybe we all self-select to be in communities that maybe reinforce something we do not believe about ourselves or reinforce something that maybe is missing, I don't know. Maybe we need a psychologist out here. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, it might be. Um, Yeah, I think it might also be, could it perhaps be projecting? Are these people not actually hot girls or shy girls?
1: That is a possibility. Um, It's just so interesting that your friends are so boldly holding to ordinary status, (laughs) where my friends would never... (laughs) <laughs> Would never even allow that word to be around them. Um, so I think we have different ideas of what those words mean, but I want your I friends think to so send too. in send in the DMs because I but I also do want to clarify something. I have noticed, okay, and this kind of goes back to the video that I referenced on that episode. I think specifically for black women, you can only be hot or not. And I Mm. think for other communities, there is a space (laughs) Mm -hmm. for the ordinary girl to thrive.
0: Like Emma Watson is ordinary and Mm
1: -hmm. thriving. And so I wonder if that might be the case as well. I hope to carve out space for ordinary black girls to thrive and be valued and to see that. And for other people, particularly black men, to see that there is value in an ordinary black girl who is down to earth, cool and chill and all hot, shy, all everything in between. But right now, you can either be a real you can only be a really hot black girl, a I'd say a funny black girl or just non-existent black girl. So <laughs> those are the options. Yeah, I think that's really fair. Choose
0: well. <laughs> I think that's really fair. Um the, hold on when you said just a little side note, when you said that uh it's interesting that my friends will just like label the, themselves as ordinary it reminds me of this i've been watching love island for the mm. past few weeks um the uk version and the th- one of the things i find most hilarious is everyone like barely anyone considers themselves a 10. <laughs> like when they're asked like what do you consider them yourself they're they'll say like oh i'm a solid eight but nobody says a 10. <laughs> And I just find it so funny, Cause especially because it's, cause it's like Love Island. It's like Bachelor. You they're know, hot. these are supposed to be the hottest people we have in society. And they're like, yeah, I'm an eight.
1: That <laughs> blows my mind. Um, but I think it's, again, of like being in an environment where everyone is so similar to you that you have to yeah. think like your your average And hey, praise the Lord, maybe that's my situation, okay? (laughs) Praise the Lord, I'm just right. I'm amongst such hot and cool girls that I just didn't even know. Praise the. I hope that it, Lord, I'm praying that that is the answer to this issue. But I think that that just happens a lot where if you're a super hot girl, I'm sure you only have super hot girlfriends and perhaps... I don't know. Like you just forget that you are. I have
0: that. I guess.
1: Oh, say more.
0: I've, I've only ever had pretty friends. I
1: have two, and I'm like, am I the outlier? Or am I like also? Like I've never had an ugly. <laughs> no, you're friend. also. I've never once had an ugly. I've actually I've had a few ugly friends. And I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest. And... <laughs> Not to say we don't go out, but that's not, they're not even inclined to do that. And I think, <laughs> and no,
0: like, hide them. No,
1: I don't hide my friends. I think that naturally they're inclined to do different activities that like, they're never like, <laughs> let's go out to the club. And if they wanted to, I totally would. But it's like, even then they're not inclined to, they don't find value mm. in that. And they know where they do well. And it's not in those environments. It's like, where can I be more intellectual? Where can I have those one on one conversations? Where can I charm and seduce with my other skill sets? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and trust me, I don't look at them and I'm like, you are ugly. I am projecting <laughs> society, society's view of Yes, them being of ugly. course.
0: But I can objectively yeah.
1: look at the majority of my friends and be like, y'all are hot. Like,. We can take a step back and acknowledge that, and those are you know mostly my close friends. Okay, so I'm like I, and they don't have other ugly friends. Like I'm looking at their other extended circles, they're not ugly. So yeah, I agree. have to do the math uh-huh. backwards and just agree that I I have to be hot. You know. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, I have a bias. Do you mean you
1: only like to hang out with attractive people?
0: I think so. Wow! And it's obviously it's like society, yeah, con- uh, definition of attractive, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. you know there's that. um and so I do think I have a pretty bias.
1: You're discriminatory.
0: <laughs> I am,
1: <laughs> but I feel like that is yes and no. You know, we're obviously joking around here, but yeah, I do wonder. This is where the rich people are like, where are all the poor people? Like, where do they hang out? Like, don't know how to be friends with poor people. But I'm just like, where? where is the rest of society? Because I don't like feeling average. I'd like to feel beautiful. And so oh my God. where are people I, was just I can feel that. beautiful around?
0: One of my biggest fears is to feel basic. Ooh,
1: that is quite the fear. Yeah. That is not fear. But, like, one
0: of the things I try to avoid is to feel basic.
1: Wow. Wow. So do you feel like you're constantly in a pursuit of kind of defining yourself, distinguishing yourself from others? Yes, 100%. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I I
1: relate with that. I I relate with that a lot. Um, But it (laughs) – Anyway, that's a story from another time. Um,
0: Congrats to our friends. You're all pretty. You guys
1: are hot as fuck. And like, (laughs) I'm so blessed to just, even if I'm getting secondhand beauty as a result of being your friend, very thankful.
0: All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into answering people's questions.
1: back for our listener questions so the first question oh and just so you guys know listener questions these are submitted by listeners um, and friends of the pod um and like we said earlier alex and i will do our best to give you guys advice um but this first question is i'll read it now so this guy that i haven't spoken to for three years randomly replied to my ig story of a girlfriend of mine asking if she is my friend. And then when I said yes, he just liked my message. Why do we think he did this? Is he into my friend, is he into me, or is he just bored?
0: I think men are pretty simple creatures, and so I think he's just bored. Mm. I would say like, give it the same amount of thought that he gave it, which is men.
1: Okay, but Alex, let's say you Let's say we were recording together in person, if that ever will happen one day. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> you took a picture of me, and mm-hmm. we were like recording with Adora at Falls, Follow her on Instagram. <laughs> and then a guy from college mm-hmm. this isn't my question, you guys, but I'm really getting deep into this. A guy <laughs> from college messaged, liked my picture, picture of me, and was like, Is this your friend? Wouldn't you be like, wait, who do you want? Do you want me? Do you want her? Or are you bored? You still think he's bored?
0: Yeah. Interesting. I think with, like, depending on the level of friendship that we had, maybe I'd ask, like, why do you know her? Or, like, some form of Mm. follow-up. But if there was nothing else, I I think because I've had friends who do that. um, And so uh, I'll... Answer and that's it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it it can be as simple as you want it. I think that's what you were saying. Like he didn't think much about it. Maybe you don't need to think much about it. I do I agree with that. I do I guess my question to this person is, why do you care?
0: Like, are you attracted to this yeah. person?
1: Do you want them to like you? That's what it sounds like. You are trying to decide if they like you or if there's perhaps interest and I would say he is not attracted to you because he's obviously attracted to the girl who's your friend that was in your story or your picture. And so not that you're not ugly, because like we said earlier, hot girls run in groups. So you're hot. OK, you're a hot girl. Um, But if you want to kind of shoot your shot, I say shoot it in a casual way. Maybe you just respond to his stories from now on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe the next time. It could be the spark. There it is. You just kind of build that kind of rapport. And so I would say I think he did it because I think he's interested in you. I think he's also interested (laughs) in your friend. Actually, I think it's yes to everything. He's interested in you, interested in your friend, and he's bored. And the question now is, like, what do you want? Do you want to flirt with him? Do you want a relationship with him? Do you want him to take you out to dinner? What do you want? um and move accordingly
0: yeah i think that's a good answer but also like if you aren't into him then don't stress about it because he's definitely not yeah
1: and one thing i've noticed is like guys really like validation um and so they will do things to get girls to respond
0: yes i recently had a conversation with my cousins Mm -hmm. my cousin and her boyfriend and his friend about how guys don't receive compliments like it's not a common practice amongst them and you know like girls we receive compliments all the time like Mm -hmm. we just told all our friends they were very pretty um and we tell them on a
1: regularly weekly (laughs) basis yeah
0: exactly um but men don't compliment each other and so when you compliment a man it means a lot to them
1: that is it that's some psychology right there um Mm -hmm. And so with that's I think that actually explains a lot and it actually explains why I feel like men are seeking or doing these little things for women to bite, because it's like, okay, she must think I'm cute or she must think I'm interesting or she might like me. So that explains why I think men do these things. I've also noticed, even from my own experience, like on dating apps, like every once in a while, like Ma- not everyone's while, but like I'll actually decide to go on a date with someone and um then like a few days leading up to the date I'll like go and check in on their profile maybe I'll share it with a friend and they've like unmatched me and I'm like <gasps> wait that's so weird and I was telling a friend that and she says it's super common on her experience too and so I think guys are kind of like, okay, she like even wanted to go on a date with me. Bing, check. I've wow. I'm hot for this week. And That's so terrible. Yeah, it's super weird. I mean, it's not like I was super into them. I literally had yeah. not met them, but or really talk much. That might also be an issue. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, we don't need to talk <laughs> until we get to the date. Um some people are different. But that does seem to be a pattern, I think, with the digital age of dating and the temporal nature of things. People are just looking for those quick fixes. And I wonder, not wonder, but I think that in this situation, that's probably what this guy is thinking.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I also just think men are pretty simple. So (laughs) There you have it. Kind of. What you see, what you get. Um all right we can go on to the next question so this listener says I have a crush on this guy that I see at a sports facility that I go to we see each other a few times a week because our rec teams have joint drill boot camp slash boot camps in the offseason sometimes we see each other in passing or even in the same session I'm super attracted to him but I'm not sure how to get his attention let him know that I'm interested or if he is even single I know he's not married uh i hate that i'm at this age where this is a possibility now have you heard of quote unquote if a guy wants to he will how would he, this apply here i want him to approach me and ask me out but i have no idea how to get this to happen this is my first crush in like two years wow most of the time guys i'm not attracted to approach me so i love to actually date someone i'm immediately attracted to also, I love the podcast and welcome any movie recommendations okay. that have good girl ends up with guy she has a crush on feels like most of the movies. It's the guy secretly pining for the girl. All right. Wow. Um, a lot of context there. But we love um, these
1: lengthy questions. <laughs> we love all the juicy details. So if you're thinking about writing a question, A plus. Um a lot I have- here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I have immediate thoughts I definitely believe in if a guy wants to he will like 100% I believe in it but I don't think it applies to the initial stages of a relationship
1: oh okay say more
0: at least I think in like this specific aspect because I do think some guys are are afraid sometimes of coming off as creepy or uh, just you know they feel that you might not want their advances and so I think that's why the initial stage is pretty like that's when I think it's really smart for like girl, woman to take the initiative mm. um I think just like start it off and then and then from that point then I would say just like you know kind of step back if he wants to he will
1: yeah I love that I completely agree with the I want if he wants to he will um, I do think it does get a little complicated when you're not in a dating or romantic setting. So if you're at a bar, if he doesn't come talk to you at the bar and you've walked past each other quite a few times, he doesn't want you. But you're if you're yeah. at a gym, if you're at the supermarket, yeah, those aren't quite the spaces where everyone is bringing their asexual game. Okay? Like, they're not... <laughs> It's not peak time for those kind of advances, so I think if you guys are just seeing each other in passing or even in the same sessions, I do think it's a possible, He definitely is aware of you. Like I don't know how large these sessions are, but he's knows you exist. So I'm one. I'm ooh. So I think this question is actually about approach, right? It says. Um,
0: like how, how should I approach how him?
1: how should I get or how do I essentially it's like how do I get him to approach me so I think if you guys are sports buddies you should play sports together you should you should casually be like hey like I see you at the drill slash boot camps. We should play (laughs) soccer um, like another time together, you know, one on one work. I don't know. Like, I think there's ways you can take it outside that or maybe you guys can get a little smoothie after. I don't know. I think you need to you definitely need to make the approach. But I think this, unfortunately, and, and I resonate with this, this listener, you're going to have to, un even though you don't want to, take it outside of the sporting activity
0: mindset. A hundred percent.
1: And make it real. But it's kind of hard. I'm not going to lie. It's like really hard to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really do think like they have to take it out and, and like... <laughs> Put it in a different setting. What's different your context.
1: go-to pickup line? If I you don't have you a
0: go-to. I do not have a go-to pickup line.
1: So let's say you're playing basketball with this man. <laughs> what do you say to? You want to say like, "Hey, do you want to play one-on-one?" Like that would sound crazy for I, a woman. I in know. I play would never basketball.
0: <laughs> I would never want to meet a man in an athletic setting. <laughs> Unless he's like a professional That's player.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Unless you're playing golf. <laughs> Y'all know me. Unless you're playing golf, tennis, tennis, or, um, squash, <laughs> squash. <laughs> um, my line. I mean, I here's the thing. I play tennis. I play tennis all the time, mm-hmm. and there are. Most of the men there are, like, gray and, gray and old, so there's, well, that might be where I want to start. No, I'm joking. But, like, I feel like you casually talk with people while you're waiting, you know, for a class to start or um, something in that regard, so you kind of already have your go-to questions that you ask strangers, so it's like, hey, do you live here? Like, where are you? How far does it take, how long does it take for you to get here? do you play tennis often? You know, like, there's questions you can go to, and so I would try to open those up. But um, I do want to just acknowledge that I feel you on not having had a crush in some time. Like, I Mm -hmm. do feel like it is... Sometimes I feel like it's a struggle in dating when you are not super attracted to the people that are attracted to you and it can be really exciting (laughs) when you are attracted to someone and you're like okay i don't usually do it this way there are not super attractive people where i'm from or um i'm have an immediate diversion from the person who wants to take me out to dinner i get that so
0: that's really interesting to me
1: yeah, so like why
0: would you go on a date with someone you're not attracted to? I definitely get yeah. that like you don't ha- I have been attracted to people that aren't like conventionally attractive, but I am attracted to them. So I don't understand like, why you would. I mean, I yeah. can speak
1: to my experience. Um, mm-hmm. I did it to get the reps in. I was like, I need to. Ha- <laughs> I wasn't in New York in my early 20s. Going on five (laughs) dates a week just to go on dates and figure this stuff out. And so for me, it was a lot about learning what I wanted, learning how I like to be dated um, and things like that. So that's why I did. I was just like, let me just go to go. He's cute enough. It's not like these people are like disgusting, Mm. you know. It was just like, "Mm, (laughs) you know, I'm not super into this, but at the dinner you're not I'm not revolt you know not repulsed um, I'm I'm neutral I think that's where I was I was neutral um, instead of excited as it sounds like this person is so I'd say you have to make the move um, but I don't like Alex said I don't think that has to define the entire relationship I think you need to let him you need to first figure out if this man even is in a relationship okay Um and True.
0: you can't look him up online
1: that's a great point asking the person that is a great point you and here's the thing i know i know he's not married you know sounds like you ring. know a few... Oh, okay <laughs> uh we are at this age <laughs> but um <laughs> do the stalking do what you can i feel like most men really don't take much time in their social media anyway but do what you can and Write us a follow up. I'm curious. Like, does he ask you out? Do you guys end up having like a whole basketball team together? Let us know.
0: <laughs> that would be, um, that'd be such a that'd be crazy to watch this fairy tale story, story for us. Um,
1: unravel on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'd
0: have to have them on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we do know who these writers of all these questions are. So. Specifically yes. to this person, um, <laughs> we'll be following up with you.
0: <laughs> all right, let's get into the last question. Um, all right. So I have a cousin who is a, a healthcare worker, and she's actively posting about vaccination and how it should not be mandated and articles just about how people should not be injected with stuff they don't want in their system. A lot of family members look to her for basic healthcare advice, and she is a CNA, which I think is a certified nurse assistant. Um, how would y'all go about approaching her and letting her know how dangerous her posts are to not just our family, but to others? Great question. Very timely, I would say.
1: Very timely. I feel like we are in a very odd social experiment around social media Um, i don't know if you guys have been Mm -hmm. watching the news but um it does feel like everyone and anyone has become an expert because they can share or write a few sentences and post it um and that's what initially is kind of coming to mind here um
0: yeah but i think it has like an added layer of difficulty because like she 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 works in healthcare, right. so like to the lay person, they would think, oh, she is an expert. Like it's not just like online expert. She in her real life does work in it, and okay. so I think that adds a layer too.
1: Yeah, that's you know the
0: difficulty I of mean, how to manage this and how to you... manage your family's reaction.
1: Yeah, if you guys have listened to my. Issues with the medical system. Y'all know I have met a lot of stupid doctors. (laughs) And so (laughs) no one who has a degree, a certification, that is not enough for me. And so I would ask that this um, question asker, question giver, um, you need to decide what is expert opinion and what are the things what is the level of requirement that someone needs to meet to sway your opinion to inform you to influence you um because her being a cna or her she could even be a doctor for all i care like but if they are not meeting your level of expertise and information then they are irrelevant to the equation that's how I look at it, but I do think it's inter- it's two sided because it's also like why do we have so many healthcare workers that like are anti vax? Yeah. But then also it's like <laughs> why do we have so many family members that are anti vax too? So, it it's it's beyond just her harming our fam. I think yeah, how dangerous it is to her family and others? But it's also like you want the people who operate in that space daily to also care about
0: their health and
1: safety so it's so weird
0: yeah I find this really difficult because I think a lot of my approach with um like news or social media lately has kind of just been to ignore and let go of other people's viewpoints like I just don't I don't want to spend my energy on it yeah. but I can see how this one is it's hard because it is your specific family member and it is affecting like your the rest of your family members and so I think like what you can do is you yourself share authentic information so that they have the counterpoint um and that's what they're seeing and I think like just face-to-face conversations will always will will hopefully beat out things that they see online um and I don't know just like I take I take care of my immediate family and that's it.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's really well said. Like, you can only garner so much impact, and you yourself, but also the, your cousin. You know, like your cousin, I know she's a healthcare worker and she's posting a lot, but in reality, individually, her impact is not that much. Um, and i think if you're worried about her ability to influence other people you need to figure out how to protect and guard the people closest to you their ability to absorb that information so unfortunately that means that you advise your family to not spend time with her if that means that you ask questions i mean here's the thing i've been in many situations where i'm speaking with these dumb doctors and I'm asking them questions, okay? They can't answer the questions. <laughs> Guess who feels stupid? Okay, the doctor <laughs> does. And then everyone around is like, whoa, this doctor does not know the basics, okay? That's how I am allowing the room's energetics to shift. The power dynamics now shifted because the doctor is now stupid. And now I'm the one who's smart. And so, I don't know. I Maybe you need to read some Robert Greene Um the 48 laws of power or whatever. I think they're, if we're going down this rabbit hole, there's a lot of things you could do to even the art of seduction. There's a lot you can read to figure out how to influence and persuade people. But I think it's also interesting to think just about the time that we're in. Like we are in this weird time where like, the fact that we're disagreeing about these simple things feels really unique to this moment. And I can't say that it won't expand or this won't become the norm. Um, but just in the same way, Alex, you said, like you're tuning out of the news. I'm tuning out of the news as well. I'm sure this listener's cousin is doing the same. And so um, I think, there unfortunately needs to be a level of empathy because, like, theoretically, I could be wrong. Alex could be wrong. This listener could be wrong, too. And so I think we need to give that same level of possibility to both sides. I know that sounds crazy, but, like, what if we're wrong? (laughs) Just what if? And I think that small what if, allows for empathy for you to understand why she is so adamant about what she's adamant about and why you are the same and again you can only worry about you You can only change you and if other people want to be changed that's really their own their own prerogative I don't know
0: yeah I don't know I'm, I'm all about like everyone figures everyone kind of on their own thing, yes. like everyone does their own thing, don't have expectations for other people type of thing. But then like when it comes to this, I also think it's an issue of public safety. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I hesitate of like, mm, maybe we do need slightly stricter guardrails. Um, but I mean, it's a, it's a hard conversation, but I would say like worry about yourself, your immediate family mm-hmm. and convince the people that you can.
1: Yeah, yeah, especially if this is really important to you. Um, I'm thankfully not in this situation. Thankfully yeah, not, in, not in any of these situations from our listeners who wrote <laughs> in. Um, but you guys, it all comes down to, I think in every situation, it's what do you want? <laughs> that's, that's what it comes down to. First one, Do you what do you want the guy with the Instagram issue? What do you want from him? What do you want with the crush from the sports place? What do you want? And then I think in this scenario, it's like, what do you want? Not what, what do you want for yourself? Okay. And you need to ask yourself that and focus on that because like, again, like we said, hot people like being around hot people. Okay. Vaccinated people like being around (laughs) vaccinated people. So just keep being vaccinated, okay? Your community will flock to you, okay? <laughs> that's my advice. That's all that's how we'll end this segment. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, we'll actually end the segment here. Um so you guys, um we'll take a break and we come back. Alex and I will go into our wins and fails of the week.
0: All right, let's get back into wins and fails. And so for those who are joining us for the first time or have been around for a while, as a reminder, wins are just, you know, something we want to shout out, something we're happy about, um, some news we want to share. And fail is something we want to highlight, maybe we something we need to do better as a society. I can start with our win, and it's going to be a Bachelor in Paradise spoiler. Um, I I know you haven't finished watching, but are you okay Almost. with me sharing? Yeah,
1: sure. I'm sure I already know. I, I know the endings to everything.
0: Yeah, so we got our first ever uh like black couple engaged. Oh my
1: gosh, place. I didn't think about that. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, Riley and Marissa. Wow. I love them. Obsessed. Uh they became the first black couple first probably like in general POC couple too. Yeah. Because um, usually we have we've had a lot of interracial couples. I mean but, um,
1: Claire is I think one sixteenth in Native American. So.
0: No I think her I think she's like half Mexican.
1: <laughs> oh is that what it was? <laughs> and <I> mean, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I think like Br- Brian is Colombian. He just is white. Yes um, that's so true. That's
1: so true. I forget about Brian. He's But this good. is like <laughs> yeah. <yes.
0: laughs> uh, but this is yeah our first black couple. Wow. Our first official black couple. I can, yeah. I so congrats to Riley, that, and Marissa. That
1: connection. Feels like yeah, and also
0: all the engaged women were women of color.
1: That I did notice. That I yeah. thought was interesting.
0: Um, mm-hmm. And we have like, <laughs> it, we we got one. <laughs> Like, a diverse set. Like, we have a black woman, Athena, and a South Asian. Yeah.
1: It was just, like, everybody, the whole world is joining (laughs) hands, and we are one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Wow. That is beautiful. But I will finish up the episode. I caught some of the early ones. Mainly, I think I saw... Thomas and Becca crying in a car, and I thought, did y'all really love each other? <laughs> you guys are literally going to the same place after the cars park <laughs> that you off-ramp into the same hotel. Um, but, uh, yeah, that does feel like a big win. I'm excited for Michelle season, which will be starting very soon. Yes,
0: I'm so excited.
1: We should definitely try to predict who we think the winner will be. We obviously know it won't be the next Bachelor, <laughs> who's already been selected from her cast. But um, mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling of who her type is. Um, and I'll see if those men show up on the list. Um, but yeah, that does feel like a big win. Um, I'm really happy for Marissa and Riley. And um, yeah, they have fun, playful energy. And so that's definitely really fun to watch on screen.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, you want to get into your fail?
1: Yes, my fail goes to the actress Zazie Beetz um, in the new upcoming Netflix movie, The Harder They Fall, starring Idris Elba, um, Jordan Major, or Jonathan Majors. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Oh, I mean, this cast is out of this world. Um I was so excited to watch this film because, I mean, the cast is amazing. The concept of like a group of black cowboys and cowgirls was appealing to me um, way back in episode. What episode was that? Episode 26, we had Arispa on the, um, on the podcast um, in My Cowgirl Opinion, and we talked about another cowboy movie, Concrete Cowboy. Um, and so it was just exciting to see that, and Idris was also in that. So I think it's just interesting to see another one of these films. And I guess the most unfortunate piece about this was Zazie beats. Um, Looks nothing like Stagecoach Mary. <laughs> so Stagecoach Mary <laughs> is a dark-skinned black woman, um, larger set. From what I understand, she was a tall woman as well. And so to have Zazie beats, I don't know her full ethnic background, but she's a very light-skinned woman um, playing such an iconic figure. And to see... Her accept the role and again I think there is some blame on like casting and the person who produced this and I'm forgetting who is leading this film I think it's something like Jeremy Uh, let me just look at it how did they fall it's like a Jeremy something film I think and I might be wrong but um it's just like okay yet again Yes. Oh, no, not Jeremy. It's James Samuel. And so, again, you know, the casting, it goes back to the people who made the film, the people who lead the production of it. But then to just have someone accept the role when they know what this person looks like, they know the significance, and um, it does feel like, you know... This is just happening too often. I think a while back, Zendaya declined a role um, because she felt like she wasn't a good fit for the role. Um, and I thought I that. think was...
0: also Amandla.
1: Oh, it might it might have been Amandla. Let me not. I
0: think it was her.
1: Amandla, thank you. It might have been Amandla. Yeah, I think it was her. Um, and then obviously we have the catastrophe that the Nina Simone. Um, movie was with, a was it, I don't Zoldana, I don't want to, again, I don't want to attribute, <laughs> um, <laughs> these actresses to films they didn't do, but, um, anyway, you know, I just think we see it too often, and so we're seeing it again, I'm not sure how to feel, feel about this film, I was really looking forward to watching it, but again, it's just, you put these people up next to each other and there's no resemblance. And I think one thing I've, I don't know if I've said on this pod, but I just feel like, I feel like there are a lot, (laughs) this is not even shocking, but there are more dark skinned black people (laughs) than there are light skinned people. And I just feel like I just realized this and I am a, I'm a dark skinned black person. And I think the way film and TV make me think sometimes is like, I'm one of the few, you know? And it's Mm. like, this is not the reality. And not to say there isn't space for every single shade. Yes, there should be. But it's just... But there currently uh, isn't. There isn't. That's the thing. There just isn't. Like, if I didn't take the time just start looking into things, looking around the communities I've been in, looking around the communities I haven't even been in, and just being like, wait, that's so weird that, like so-and-so Beyonce's headline in this film and like 75% of the women here are dark. You know, it's like, what is up with this? So I think I'm a bit tired of it. It feels like an old story and there needs to be space. And so I think this would have been a great space or place for Zazie to acknowledge that this wasn't a good fit for her. And instead she decided to stay on with the film which is fine you know i understand people need to make their money and catch a check you know cash a check catch yeah. a bag whatever but um it is a letdown and now i'm just like oh i don't even know how much i want to see this film
0: yeah yeah it's frustrating but yeah i feel like it's all it's difficult to navigate because also we've had cases where like just the characterization has been even more egregious, like when you give Asian characters to Scarlett Johansson. Um, and so it's like, what? Just how can we get better? How can we get casting directors to be a little better at their how job? How can I
1: forget? Yeah, they love. She loves playing Asian characters. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Um And sorry, just to write, it was Zoe Zaldana that did play Nina Simone. And she also wow. darkened her skin to <gasps> to meet the requirements of. Wow. And not even just let me get a, a fresh tan. It was let me paint. Um, oh my God. Color onto my skin. And so. Wow. Zazie didn't go to this extreme, but it's like, we've seen that. And that Zoe Saldana film was literally like, I don't know when, but it was like maybe five years ago. Okay. So that's embarrassing. Um, But I agree. It happens in so many spaces. um, And I'm tired. I'm tired of it. It's just so, it's so overdone. It's so overdone, and I'm ready for there to be new faces, shades, and everything else, too.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Adora, thank you for a lovely conversation. Thank you to all our listeners for submitting their questions and trusting us with our advice. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to DM Adora or I or our official IG. Um, it's all linked below and yeah we're hope we're hoping to hear from you all but for now please take the time if you haven't to rate review subscribe uh follow share this with your friends if your friends have probably similar questions to the ones that we were asked today this might save you some time um so share it discuss let us know what you think And we shall catch you all next week.